Diamond Answer Man Show, episode 21. Colored Diamonds. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Jay Christopher Gertz. This is the Diamond Answer Man Show, where our goal is to help each other learn more about the world of diamonds and feel confident about those purchases. This is April, the month of diamond. Of course, that would be our month for the Diamond Answer Man Show if we wanted to make a joke. If you have a birthday or anniversary this month, this is your month. If you have any questions, you may phone me at 803-792-1326. You may also reach me at diamondanswerman.com, where I'll happily answer all those questions. You may also email me at jchristopher at diamondanswerman.com, or reach me on Twitter at D-A-M-J-C-G-U-R-I-T-Z. This is the beginning of our show. Welcome, everyone. If you haven't sat with us before or walked around listening to us, on this uh, podcast, this show that we do. And uh, if you haven't been here for a little while, you know, this is a show where you can call in and email questions into me and I happily answer them. Most emails I get are, are quick, short emails just asking specific questions, sometimes about price. You know, that's, a, a, of course, an easy concern that we have. Obviously, anything that weighs heavy on our wallet is one we want to make sure we protect, of course. So if you have any questions, I'm not here to try to sell you anything. I just have gobs and gobs and gobs of experience in this world. You know, I've been doing the jewelry biz, or the gig, if you want to say it, uh, for about, let's see, I'm going to be 45 this year, and I've been doing it since I was about 15. So that's a long time. Um (laughs) <laughs> and I enjoy it every single moment that I'm in it. I don't always work in the jewelry industry. I do other things. Uh, but my family, you know, I'm married to a, a woman who was at one time a trainer for diamond polishers. And uh, she's been off to school for wax carving and all those things. And, and uh, you know, I have all the tools in, in, in the trade, in, in my own garage even. I've got all sorts of things back there. So I eat, sleep, walk, talk. Almost every single day, even when I'm not doing jewelry things, I talk about jewelry. So it's um it's my specialty. It's what I enjoy. It's what I love. So if you have questions, you know you can reach me through email, and that's a uh, J Christopher at DiamondAnswerMan.com. You also may go to my website DiamondAnswerMan.com, and on the right hand side there, if you've got, I believe it's a, a there's an app in the iPhone market where you can go ahead and connect. To, uh, to my website, and through SpeakPipe, you can send a message, or if you've got a computer like a laptop with a microphone or a microphone uh, headset or whatever you may have on your desktop, you may go ahead and send me a voicemail message through that. You may also call me at 803-792-1326, and again, I'll happily, happily uh, just answer your questions and uh, point you in the right direction. That's my whole goal, and to help you make a good decision so you feel confident about those purchases. And uh, you memorialize those special moments. So I'm, I'm excited to be here with you today. I, I received a question um, uh, just about a week ago from, uh, from a, um, a person who wanted to know um, where and how uh, to get diamonds color treated. And I thought that would be a great conversation for us to have today. So we're going to talk about color treated diamonds. And then we're going to um, uh, finish off the show with an app. Believe it or not, we've never done this before, but we're going to talk about an app 
that's available in the Android. That's the Google Play market. It may be available elsewhere, but this is specifically one I downloaded from the Google Play market. And it's an app that uh, allows you to check certificates. So if you're shopping around and you want to validate or verify a a quote from someone, uh, you need to know uh, certain characteristics. And we'll talk about that. And I've tried the app, and it works out absolutely fantastic. So I'm sure that you, if you have the opportunity, uh, it'll work out great for you too. So I'll send you in that direction. But anyway, let's talk about colored diamond treatments. You know, it's um, colored diamonds uh, are, I should say, an interest for most people, except in the case of engagement rings. And that doesn't mean that people don't buy colored diamonds for engagement rings, and it doesn't mean that people don't accent diamond engagement rings with colored diamonds, right? I mean, but most of the time when we think about diamonds, we think about clear or colorless, right? Perfectly transparent if we could get uh, diamonds. So we think of them, and we want to genericize or simplify the term, we think of them being white. And if they're not white, they're generally yellows or browns, sort of grayish or silver. And, And recently, I guess in the last decade and a half, you know, people have been using what they would call black Diamonds and of course black diamonds. Um, you know, <laughs> not sure I'm excited about black diamonds, but black diamonds are you know they're definitely diamond. Um, so anyway, and and by the way, you know part of this uh, uh what we're talking about, you know, black diamonds are affected by color treatment too. So we'll we'll get into that. So I, I had this question and I wanted to make a referral and I made a made a referral to the source where a person could get a diamond treated. If you're not familiar with it, you know, when you go shopping from jewelry store to jewelry store, more often than not, and it depends on which store you're shopping in, more often than not, the general market would have colored diamonds, if they're in their case. Uh, Most of what would be out there would be treated. And I want to make you aware that the treatment process is one that is common and has been common for Decades and decades and decades and decades and decades in the colored stone market. You know, so when you look at um, colored stones, not all, but a, a great variety of them are treated, especially when you look at things like blue topaz. You know, blue topaz only occurs in nature in, in very, very rare cases. And I mean extremely rare cases, more rare than diamond itself. Um so when you look at blue topaz, blue topaz has been treated, and they make it blue. And I think it's, a, it's not been something they've been doing in the United States here for a few years, but it's done outside the United States, and it's done with specific types of irradiation. And irradiation, yes, is uh, the term where we would radiate things. We would bombard them with types of energy and uh, and it changes what's on the inside. In some cases, what some people would say is it's finishing nature's process. And uh, you can take brown topaz and, and turn it blue. So when you have a blue topaz, if you have blue topaz around your house and uh, you received one as a gift, it's most likely, I would almost guarantee it, been treated. So uh, when we look at uh, blue topaz, it's treated. If you look at other stones, all the stones that aren't treated are, are like garnet. Um, but most other stones, if you have a sapphire, sapphire, excuse me, sapphire or a ruby, it's probably been heat treated, right? 
Um, so, you know, your sapphires and rubies are heat treated. And again, only in very rare cases, they are not. So it's almost all stones, almost all stones in one way or another are finished in a process to where it either completes what some person's philosophical opinions would be, the process that would have occurred in nature, um, or it changes what would have been the finished product into something else. And in the case of diamonds, uh, that would be the that would be, in my opinion, the case. However, I don't think it's a negative. So just like you have a topaz irradiated, there are processes in diamonds, and I know we talked about um, you know irradiation, but there's processes where they apply high pressure and high temperature too. So if you're looking for a diamond of color and you're not going to be uh, expending a, a large amount of money to buy a natural diamond, you can successfully and happily buy one that's been treated. And, uh, you know, there, there is, there is opinions on that. Some people like that. Some people don't, um, you know, but that's not the, the conversation we're having today. I think if you want a colored diamond, you can, you can very much buy a colored diamond and make the decision to buy a colored diamond and be happy about it. What you need to know is, is, um, is, is that they're available and they're out there and, uh, there are different processes on how they make them. And some processes are better than others. And uh, those treatments um, uh, you can get from almost, not a jewelry store, but the jewelry stores can get them from different sources. So if you're looking for colored diamonds, there are a, there's irradiation treatments where they take them to a laboratory. In some cases, they go to colleges or universities where they have different types of, uh, of techniques for irradiating, you know, linear or cyclotron or electron irradiation. And, uh, you know, schools, colleges, and universities have these wonderful tools, so not just private labs. And uh, you're able to take your gemstones to these locations, and you're able to uh, put them in the unit, and the unit is able to, of course, uh, treat them. And when they treat them, you can take diamonds that would be browns, and you can turn them into pinks. Uh, you can turn them into blues. You can turn them into yellows, very richly colored yellows, by the way. Um, oranges, I mean, just about every color possible, not all, but just about every color possible is available in diamond. The thing would be is that you want to make sure you get the diamond, uh, uh, not get the diamond, but you want to make sure that when you speak to your jeweler, your jeweler has done, done the due diligence of finding out what type of treatment process is on it and how it was treated. Um, because if you have the diamond for a long time and you need to have uh, service done to the ring, you know, let's say you need your tips, your tips are worn, your prongs are worn, uh, you need repair where it's requiring uh, torch work on it, you need to know if any of those kinds of things could alter the color of the diamond you've purchased. So you need to ask those kinds of questions. So now you know about the irradiation, uh, different types that they'll have, the different universities and private labs that they will do, and uh, those will change them to different colors. The other thing you need to know is that the colors they change them to are generally a lot brighter, a lot more rich and full, but a lot, a lot of times it's a little bit more different, a little bit more different. It's, it's different than what it would occur in nature. So when you look at blues, 
uh, in particular, the blue diamonds, as you look at them treated, have a little bit more of a green color to them, right? So almost more of a, um, a, a if you've seen zircon, almost a, a color like that. But it's a very beautiful color. And But when in nature, they tend to have a little bit more of a grayish tone in my experience. So they don't, they, the uh, irradiated stones are very, you know, can be very bright and pop. And, and you can see them go the other direction where they get too... Uh, too much color in them, they get too saturated. So the irradiated colors are are a little bit different than what occurs in nature. Yellows, um, you can see yellows that would be close to what occurs in nature. In some cases, can fool some people, but when we test and treat them, we can see definitely that they are uh, uh, treated stones. And so, if you're looking for something that would be an alternate, an alternative to what your white diamonds would be, and you want to accent, maybe either make the focus or make it the accent piece to your white diamonds in there, you can very happily go out into the market and see uh, uh, treated diamonds. And and they'll cost a little bit more than they would if they were a white diamond. Um, and then one of the other things that they will do to uh, treated diamonds after they've irradiated them, they will use a technique called high pressure, high temperature. And that sort of evens everything out, and it can even alter the color even further. So there's, uh, I won't go into it, but you can grow diamonds through high pressure, high temperature. You can grow diamonds through chemical vapor deposition. You know, there's laboratories in the United States that are doing that. Um, and then what they will do, they'll do both. They'll treat the diamond afterwards with irradiation. Or they'll um, treat the diamond at high pressure, high temperature afterwards. So you can you can flip back and forth to get the color hopeful, right? It's always a gamble. I want to say this that when you're when you're treating a diamond and you take your diamond out of your ring and you say, I want to make it blue, it may not be possible. It may depend upon the type of diamond you have. You know, there's different types of diamonds, type one, type one A, type one B, type two, type two A, and all these different types that we don't normally talk about. If you go into a jewelry store, we're really not going to talk about these things. It has to do with the impurities in the stone, the, the, the trace elements of nitrogen and those kinds of things. So it depends upon what type of diamond you have that will in turn change the color you may or may not want. So just because you say you want a specific color, it doesn't mean that your color is available in a specific diamond that you own. It might be but it may not be. You'll need to get it analyzed. And uh, it's not very expensive to get your diamonds color treated. Um, you know, you can send the diamond off and have it treated. A jeweler can do that for you if you go into the jewelry store. And it takes, it doesn't take very long. You know, you could probably have everything finished in about a week or two and uh, and uh, then create your new design or, or, or accent your existing design, however you'd like to do it. So diamond treatments are out there and they're done through several different processes. There is a negative to diamond treatments. I want to make sure that you're aware of this too. There is a process to where they will treat diamonds and then they will they will coat diamonds. You don't ever want to buy a diamond that's been coated. A coated treatment is where they actually put something on the surface, that's the skin, the outside portion of a diamond, and that's, that coating actually changes the color of the stone, and here's why. Remember we talked about knowing what type of treatment was done to your diamond so you know how to handle it uh, for future use, um, and you want to wear and enjoy this. Of course, this is a piece that's going to memorialize your special moment, so you want to have it for a very long time, right? And uh, so if you have a treatment that is not a permanent, or we, we, we could say fairly permanent treatment, 
um, you could unfortunately uh, remove that treatment unintentionally from your ring. So certain chemicals and certain types of heat, especially when we talk about jewelers and they're using torches because the the diamonds are very hard. They 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 react very well during most processes of soldering. You know, and they're 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 much more durable than most colored stones when it comes to this kind of thing. And so when you when you would uh, uh, have a torch and you heat up the ring, you're able to leave the diamond in place, so it resists that heat very well. It uh, holds up, I should say, very well. But if there's a coating on it, it may remove the coating off the stone. And then your stone goes back to potentially the original color it was, and uh, and it ruins what it what this piece is this this little piece of art that you wear on your finger or your necklace or your earrings whatever it may be. Um, and remember that's a, there's a moment attached to that, so you don't want to take it from what is the symbol of one moment and then ruin that symbol. Right, it, that would be an emotional issue that you want to prevent. So you you have your item, you know you're going to take it in for repair. Make sure you understand what it is that that makes your diamond that color and then what kinds of um uh, repairs and treatments you can do to it and it won't um remove that color. So you need to be an informed consumer to make sure that you have knowledge of what kinds of treatment you have on your diamonds. Um, so you can enjoy your colored diamond for a very long time and uh, know how to clean it and keep it and preserve it, right? So we, we, we don't want to uh, have something today and then next week it goes from, and I'm going to be extreme, it goes from being pink to being uh, a, a clear, right? So we'll, we'll say colorless or transparent or even brown for that matter. Um, so we don't, want to, we don't want to have something to where we act uh, unaware or unprepared uh, about it. So this doesn't mean that you have to do a lot of work for your ring. It just means you need to be informed about it. And uh, if you have, you know, questions about colored diamonds, you know, you can go ahead and email me, you know, so you can feel better about your purchase. I, I, I want to say that I have sold many, many, uh, both natural colored diamonds. I shouldn't say many. I haven't sold many natural colored diamonds. I sold quite a few natural colored diamonds and I've sold many treated colored diamonds. There is a huge difference in of course the cost. You know, so it's something that uh, that everyone in all spectrums can enjoy. And uh, you know, if you have questions, please, you can feel free to call me. I'm not going to try to sell you a colored diamond. I don't I don't do that. And, uh, you know, I'm, I may have a referral for you to someone if you're interested in it, but you can very happily buy just about, I shouldn't say just about, that would be extreme. You can buy colored diamonds in almost every uh, hue you want and, uh, you know, with some variations. I would just say that you would stay away from anything that it has a coating. I would say that would be something that you would want to make sure you knew was not part of your diamond, um, but high pressure, high temperature, and irradiated treatments are perfectly safe. And uh, and uh, well, I'll tell you why. So when you when you irradiate something, um, you know there is some trace of what would be the. Uh, well, I shouldn't say something. When you irradiate diamonds, there would be a trace of radiation. You know, obviously, any you you mentioned that, and, and it 
puts, you know, sort of a, a feeling in your heart. You're like, um, it's irradiated. What do you mean by that? You know, people walk around and they get x-rays. They wear these little badges and they, they know they can't um, have too many. Otherwise, it's not good for them. Um, there's types of radiation. And some types of radiation have a life that lasts longer. When you radiate diamonds in most processes, it uh, the diamond has to stay there in the, in that uh, site or that location in a safe location to where it uh, it the irradiated uh, effect decays. So it uh, it goes away after a while. We know radiation doesn't last forever. You know, I mean, some some things last what we think is forever. You know, but there is a decay. There is a life for how long something. Uh, gives off this type of energy. And with most diamond treatments, that that is gone within a very short amount of time. Now, when we go back to topaz, you know, we are talking about that earlier. When you talk about topaz, um, there are, uh, there is, is, there's a cautionary note that uh, you want to make sure that you buy um, uh, topaz that it, it does not have or it retains a very low degree a low degree of this um, this uh, residual uh, radiation. You know, there there has been some issues to where when people go overseas and they travel around and they buy uh, this topaz, that sometimes they come back and you can actually test it with a Geiger counter, and that's kind of kind of spooky to me. Um, it just depends upon the amount, of course. So, with your diamond treatments, again, it's about conversation, and uh, and then that way you're able to enjoy. Um, all the things you would like to see and have and make your unique, one-of-a-kind piece of jewelry. And uh, that's possible. So any, any color you practically want, so whether you want blue or green um, or pink or yellow, uh, all sorts of variations there in between, you can have that in your diamond if you so choose. In your engagement ring, in your anniversary piece, and you could buy natural, which would be very, very rare. And, of course, as we talk about um, the rarity scales, right, beauty, purity, size, um, you know, one of those things, if we talk about color, that would be outside that BPS scale. And now we're into something fancy. And when you look at things like fancy pinks and fancy blues, you could be tens or hundreds or even in some case near to millions of dollars per carat. Yes, I got quiet there for a second. So um, so some of those things are out of reach for most people. So if you're looking for color, make sure you talk to your jeweler and find out what they have available. Make sure you speak to somebody knowledgeable. You know, we talked about personality, enthusiasm, and integrity, that they know what it is that they're selling, that they have the full information and full disclosure. And of course, remember, we talk about disclosure we talk about the affidavit of diamond buying agreement, which is free on the website there. You could download that. You can print that out, make sure they sign it. That way they can give all the descriptors, right, the identifying characteristics. I made up a word there, right, didn't I? I don't know. We'll have to look that up in the dictionary after the show. I thought that was funny. Um, the descriptors. Uh, you want to make sure that they fill it out on the receipt. They have all the details of your diamond, including whether or not it's been treated, and I'm urging you to make sure you find out what kind of treatment was applied to it, and then you find out what kind of uh, warranty, guarantee, how you would care um, and enjoy your diamond for the longest amount of time, right? Um, so make sure you get all those details, and you can you can either have that on the receipt or, may, you know, have them fill out that affidavit of diamond buying agreement. You know, they can fill that out. 
And uh, then you have some level of confidence of who you're buying from. Again, if they're not willing to fill any of those kinds of things out, maybe you should shop with somebody else, right? So if they're not willing to disclose or willing to tell you anything, um, then it's it's time for you to give your business elsewhere. Anyway, so if you're looking to enjoy fancy color diamonds, I'll go ahead and I'll put some images on the website, right? You can take a look at some different colors you can get out of uh, of treating different diamonds. And I'll put some there that would have the chemical vapor deposition, pro- not the CVD, uh, but the uh, HPHT, excuse me, uh, process. And, uh, you know, we'll talk about those two different processes uh, later uh, uh, podcasts that we'll do we'll, because they're able to grow diamonds that way too. And, of course, that's a, a common conversation nowadays. The issue would be is that in most cases – they're only able to produce off-colored stones, although they're getting better. And some people talk about them being able to produce colorless. But that's a, that's a different topic altogether. So, colored diamonds. If you're looking to enjoy colored diamonds, you have many options available. And uh, talk to your jeweler. Find out. And again, prepare yourself. And then enjoy your ring, your pendant, whatever it is you're putting it in, that memorializes your special moment for a long time. Time. Anyway, so um, the other thing that we were going to talk about is uh, this cert check application. I'm going to go ahead and turn on my phone. I have a an Android phone, although I'm looking maybe changing to an iPhone. I don't know. You know, I've got this old Android phone here, and it's an it's an Evo. Um, so it's a it's an older version of Android. However, this application works fantastic. I just downloaded it, and um, I downloaded this app, and it's called. Check certs. It's available on Google Play. It might be available on iTunes. I'll find out afterwards. But if you want to validate or verify your diamond, let's say you were given a quote. Let's say somebody called you called somebody and they gave you information about a diamond. You wanted to validate whether or not it had a report with it and whether or not the report was accurate. Now, in most cases, you'd never have problems with this. But if you just wanted to do it for your own your own benefit, so you felt better about it, you can go ahead and download this app. To, to, right to your phone, and then uh, you could go and key in. Now, here's the key features that you're going to need in all cases for the different laboratories that's available on this application. You're going to need to know the weight of the stone. In some cases, you'll have to pull out that decimal point to more than one or two locations. Uh, some some of the laboratories are a little bit more sensitive to the to the numbers that they're using, and then you'll also need the report number. Now, I just tried this on this little application, CheckCert, and it worked out absolutely fantastic. I did only check the GIA uh, report with that. That's what I have. I have a GIA report on on my stone, and um, and when I click that GIA report and I punch in my diamond weight and I punch in my report number. Sure enough, took a couple of seconds. You know, I'm connected to Wi-Fi here on my home network. And uh, and <laughs> sure enough, up came the validation that this diamond had a diamond report from GIA. So it allowed me to go ahead and check. So if you were a consumer in today's market and you wanted to validate, let's say you were at XYZ website and they put out details and information on the report and uh, you wanted to key that in, you could do that on your phone. Now, here's the other thing you could do. You could take any detail from the website that you had, such as the report number, and you could take the weight of the stone, and then you could travel around to all the different websites and laboratories around the world. Yes, I said world. And you could go to those laboratories, and you can key in the details. In most cases, it will work. Now, this little uh, little application here works with GIA. 
AGS, IGI, HRD, and EGLUS. That would be the EGLUS laboratories. And I make that statement because there are EGL laboratories all around the world, and there's different philosophies and guidelines and even even technologies that they'll use at the different laboratories. And the only lab that I would, of course, suggest that you buy from, yes, I got a little excited there, if you're going to buy an EGL lab, would be from the EGL US uh, laboratories themselves. You know, I, I, all of my uh, stones have GI reports with them first, and then I have uh, uh, some AGS reports second. I have none with the IGI or HR. Actually, I had a stone with an HRD that I then converted to a GIA after I repolished it. Um, and then I, I have sold stones with EGL US grade. Now I say this, and here's a negative. You know, I normally don't want to speak negatively, but when I speak about different laboratories, when you go outside the United States, that does not mean that the laboratories you're using are bad. And that does not mean that you should not use them. However, there are laboratories that are questionable, and it depends upon which country. So I would prefer that if you're buying a laboratory or you're buying a, a diamond in the U.S. market, that you would buy the diamond with a U.S. laboratory report with it. And I'm not saying right now at this point in time, and I've had a, a show about this already, which lab is better than this lab. However, the standards at which we apply from laboratory to laboratory, I'm not comparing. What I'm saying is, is that the, the standards, and standards is a horrible word. I, I should say the philosophy at which each individual laboratory assigns its grade is better, in my opinion, this is purely my opinion, in the U.S. when you're dealing with multiple labs. So let's say you're, there's an EGL U.S. and there's an EGL New York, right? I would feel good about buying, if I was buying the same kinds of stones from those laboratories and their opinions on those stones, comparative to each other. When it comes to laboratories such as the GIA, whether it has a GIA New York report or a GIA uh, uh, Carlsbad report, used to be Santa Monica, and uh, you know they've changed a couple of times. Um, when you buy labs from those locations, you're going to feel pretty confident that the, that the grades are going to be comparable. And remember, I want to say this. Grading is an opinion. Uh, so you will find slight variations even from greater to greater, and that's why some laboratories use multiple or many graders to uh, validate and then, um, and then revalidate the color and in some cases the clarity. Easy things are weight, right? You put it on a scale, and as long as your scale is calibrated, it's a pretty accurate analysis. But color and clarity can be very much and is an opinion. So, uh, you know, certain laboratories use human graders with the eye and master stones and other graders will use the human eye and master stones and then uh, 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 spectrometers uh, uh, to, to check the color. And other ones just use those kinds of tools and scientific tools. So not every, every laboratory uses the same kinds of techniques to grade their stones. Some measure inclusions, some just use purely visuals, some use type and visual, you know, so there's all sorts of variations on what that would be. Anyway, I've gotten completely off the subject. However, I'm stressing that I think that when you buy a diamond in the U.S. market, buy from a U.S. laboratory, and then compare those same stones with the same laboratories. So you, you shouldn't uh, compare a GIA and an EGL, or an AGS and an EGL, or an AGS and a GI. Those labs will have varying opinions, and their, their reports won't always be exact. 
but you'll get the same kinds of philosophies when you're dealing with a, that static sort of situation. So whether or not your opinion is, is you only want a GIA or only want an AGS or only want an EGLUS or whatever it may be, that's okay. I have my opinions too. Uh, and then stick with that. So don't try to mix them up with lab and lab and different types of lab. However, this little application, getting back to CheckCert, is a wonderful little tool. You can find it on Google Play. The application's name is actually CheckCerts. It's a little blue little tile icon there. It's C-H-E-C-K-C-E-R-T-S. And I'll put that link on the website, too. And uh, for today, that ends our broadcast on the Diamond Answer Man Show. I've really enjoyed uh, this conversation. This little quick show about colored diamonds and check certs. And a uh, quick note that today is April 16th. And, you know, some people have emailed me about the gold market tanking. And, yes, it has, ha- it has gone down a little bit. But, again, my opinion is, is that the market is still robust And I think it's going to come back up, you know, just because a lot of people have sold off some gold and it's dropped quite a bit. I think in the next few months, we will see a great turnaround. So this is kind of the, not the lull before the storm, but it's the, 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 (laughs) for some people, it's the panic. And then there's going to be the rush. But hey, I could be wrong. I'm not telling you to go out and invest in gold. That is not my specialty. Um, you know, my specialty is diamonds. And, uh, you know, you can laugh at me when it, when it goes the other direction. But uh, anyway, if you've got any questions, you may call me at uh, 803-792-1326. And you can leave a voicemail message there. That is, a, that is a little voicemail hotline. You may also reach me at www.diamondanswerman.com. You can see the website there where I have the forums and, and the, those kinds of things. You can also talk to me through the uh, SpeakPipe application and uh, send me questions and uh, through there, and I'll happily talk to you. And again, I thank you for listening to this broadcast, the Diamond Answer Man Show, episode 21.